your home for all the news and expert opinion. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Thank you, announcer man. Blake Coleman shorthanded has the only goal between the Flames and Maple Leafs. 1-0 Calgary, 6-20 left in the first period. In the second, Dallas leading Chicago, 2-1. Hints both goals for the Stars. Good player. He's up to 28 on the season. Late in the third, Seattle and Detroit tied 4-4. If Seattle wins, they would equal the Oilers with 74 points, and they uh, have a game in hand. Six minutes left in Tampa, 4-3 for the Penguins. Three minutes left in New York, 4-3 for the Senators. Predators beat the Panthers 2-1, and the Bruins are going to win yet again. What else is new? They are leading Buffalo 4-1 with 3:21 left in the third. Pasternak got that big contract. He has his 43rd of the season. They got Bertuzzi in a trade, and Taylor Hall has been placed on long-term injured reserve, so they'll probably bring him back for the playoffs. All right, uh, Oilers and Jets tomorrow, 5.30 face-off show, game at 7 here on 6.30. Chad, Nick Bukestad held a, a Zoom call today shortly after being traded to the Oilers from Arizona. Doesn't sound like he's going to play tomorrow, but he is excited to join the Oilers. Playing against the team is, uh, you know, it's, it's been hard to play against these past years. Uh, you know, obviously lots of skill uh, with these guys, and, um, you know, they're they're hard to play against. So to, to be on the same side as... These guys is going to be fun, and um, you know, as individually, I think it, it's a good fit for myself. I've uh, kind of refound my game this past year. Uh, you know, I got knocked off course a little bit, and I felt I um, still had more in the tank, still only being 30 years old. So, uh, you know, I had a good opportunity here in Arizona to kind of find my footing again, and uh, you know, it was it's it's been good season so far. Um, I feel like individually, I just, uh, I, I feel like I have more to give and definitely, um, you know, want to be a part of a, a playoff caliber team. So this is, uh, you know, as I said before, this is real exciting for me. All right, that is a little bit from Nick Bukestad, who's been traded to your Edmonton Oilers from Arizona. The Coyotes will retain half of his $900,000 cap hit. Hey, uh, big series this weekend for the U of A Golden Bears hockey team. They are playing Calgary for the Canada West Championship. Calgary hosts, they're the number one seed. It starts tomorrow. The winner of the series, a good chance to be the number one seed at Nationals. Both teams are going, and of course, the Bears got there by rallying against UBC to win a uh, three-game series, two games to one at Claire Drake this past weekend. They wouldn't have done it without some big saves from this man, Golden Bears goaltender Ethan Kruger. Ethan, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. It's nice to have you on the show for the first time. You guys are going to Nationals, coming off that hard-fought series win against UBC on the weekend. They had you down, Ethan. They won the first game. They were leading game two, 2 nothing after the first period. What turned it around for you guys, do you think? Um, I think we just uh, stuck to our game plan, I think, especially in a, I mean, playoffs. It's a, it's a different, it's different kind of hockey, right? So um, we found ourselves in a bit of a hole, uh, losing the first game and then going down to nothing, but we just kind of stuck with it, right? It was either do or die, either we were uh, not playing hockey for the rest of the year or we were wanting to get to our goal of going to Nationals, which uh, we did by winning that series. 
And, and now you, you're playing Calgary. And again, both you guys are going to nationals. This will mm-hmm. determine the seating. And, and obviously you, you still want to win. I, I mean, do you, do you guys feel pretty focused and that the intensity is still going to be there for this series? Yeah, I think this is, um, in my eyes, I think this is the final, right? This is kind of what we work towards nationals is just the, the after fact, the big tournament, then kind of like uh, in the WHL, the Memorial Cup, right? So I think this is, uh, we have all our focus on this weekend, wanting to win uh, and beat Calgary. What what has made Calgary so tough? I mean, they they had an incredibly long winning streak during the season as well. What's made them so good this year? I think they're just uh, they're just pretty relentless. I think they uh, got a good game plan. They all uh, play their systems very well, and they're very disciplined. And uh, they're they're a great team. And we're going to need our uh, best effort coming in to beat them in Calgary. Okay, now your story is uh, you're in the Western Hockey League with the Brandon Wheat Kings. Uh, how was that experience there? You know, four years with with the Wheat Kings, a lot of history there with that franchise. How do you sort of reflect on that time? Yeah, it is. Um, looking back at it now, it was awesome. I uh, wouldn't have wanted to be in any other place. I think uh, going into a smaller town, um, especially in the prairies, uh, being from Alberta, it was a bit of a shock at the start, but then I just learned to love it. Um, everyone's super close in the organization. I mean, or when you're the furthest drive from another teammate is five minutes away, it kind of forces you to be close with other guys. So I think that's how we bonded over the years. And we I had some good uh, hockey teams over the years and made some awesome memories down there. Uh, how did you enjoy the bus rides? Endure the bus <laughs> rides, maybe. Because that's, that's one of the, well, before Winnipeg moved over, you guys yeah. were the farthest east spot, right? Yeah, no, it was definitely uh, probably one of the worst travels. I think it's, it's probably still up there, but I think, I don't know. It's it's a love hate. Some days you're like you want to get off this bus. Other days it's pretty fun being on a, being on the bus joking around with the boys. But um, it's just part of the game. I think um, you just learn to be able to play on the road and learn to sleep on the bus. And not every night you're going to be 100. percent So you just need to adapt to that. All right. So tell me a little bit about you. You mentioned the size of the community. I mean, were the Wheat Kings there like? You know, you guys were, were you it in town? I know there's a university. Did you sh- kind yeah. of share the spotlight? What was it like? Um, Yeah, I'd say definitely the Wheat Kings are kind of like for Edmonton, like the Edmonton Oilers to the community. I think, um, honestly, there's not, not much else to do. So I think definitely the kids love the Wheat Kings. So that's it's awesome being a little mini celebrity in Brandon. And, uh, you know, we get a good fan turnout over the years. And yeah, it was definitely, I think, that's one of the main attractions uh, in Brandon is to go to the Wheat Kings game. So it was pretty, pretty special to be there for that. Golden Bears goaltender Ethan Kruger joining us tonight on Inside Sports. So the decision to come to the U of A, what prospects did you have when things wound down with Brandon? Why was the U of A the right choice for you? Yeah, I think um, just kind of looking at all the different options. Um, I think definitely um, being from uh, Sherd Park, so it's basically basically my hometown. Um, and just looking over the U of A, it's an awesome program, amazing teams over the years. I think they, uh, we've won the most national championships, I want to say. Um, so I think it was pretty obvious, uh, when I decided I want to go to the school, the school route and obviously, uh, school is a big aspect of my life too. So the program here, um, I got into business. So that was a uh, pretty, uh, awesome for me to do that. Yeah. Okay. It lived up to the expectations. I mean, you guys have yeah. had some great crowds this year, and I mean, we all know about the tradition of yeah. playing for the U of um, A. It's been everything you hope for. 
Yeah, to be honest, like I, as growing up as a kid, I never, um, I never been to a U of A game ever. So I had no idea what to expect. Um, I don't know why I never made out to one, but uh, I didn't even know about the crowds before I decided uh, to go to the U of A. And I was completely blown away. I was like, this is almost better than junior. Um, how lively the crowd is and into the action. It, it was pretty special. So I was, that was just a, an addition to picking the U of A. I was pretty surprised and uh, pretty happy about that. So when the students are building one or more of the pyramids, yeah. the empty beer cup, are you aware of that during the game? Because there was a big one next yeah. to you in the corner, I think, when I was there for game one. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's hard to miss because it's on the glass too. So obviously you're aware of it, but um, – you get pretty used to it uh, during during the season. I definitely saw some pretty big ones, but no, it's it's a fun aspect of the of the game, and it makes makes you want to win the game so you can knock it over for the crowd and they can go wild. It's pretty pretty funny. Right on. Uh, were you always a goalie? Is ever since you were a little guy? Uh, I was a goalie. I'm sorry. I, I started off as a player, um, and then I switched to goalie. I want to say Adam second year. So whatever age group is that, I know they changed the names of it now too. So <laughs> I want to say 10-ish, I kind of made the switch. I uh, I was just honestly, like it came down, I was like, I was a player for so long and I was never any good uh, playing lower tiers. And I just told my parents, like, I don't want to play hockey anymore. So then I tried out playing basketball and baseball and all, all these different sports. And then I don't know why all of a sudden I just told my parents, uh, I want to be a goalie and they probably had a heart attack <laughs> when I told them that looking at the prices of the year and uh, just kind of stuck with it for a couple weeks. I uh, kept on asking them and then they finally uh, let me try it out and I loved it ever since. So, Well, good for you. All right. Who, who were teams or goalies or players you looked up to when you were a kid? I want to say the biggest um, goalie I looked up to is probably uh, Henrik Lundqvist uh, in New York. I'm not really sure why that's who i was drawn to but he's i don't know he's he's the king so you know he's in new york for so many years and that was just kind of the goalie i uh i dreamt after okay cool well ethan it was uh it was cool for me to see you playing first person for the first time last weekend i got to go to all three games you were a big awesome. part of the win in that series and uh best of luck here against the dinos and then in a couple weeks at nationals man really appreciate it perfect thanks for having me reed Ethan Kruger, goaltender for the U of A Golden Bears. They're at Calgary this weekend. Best of three Canada West final series starts tomorrow. 144 left in the first period. Flames leading the Leafs one zip. What's up with the Oil Kings? You'll find out. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader. 630 Chat. Go to 630chet.com, globalnews.ca to get the latest on Nick Bugstad and his acquisition by the Edmonton Oilers in a trade with the Arizona Coyotes. Oilers and Jets on this station tomorrow, 5.30 for the face-off show. The puck will drop at 7, and then Oilers in Winnipeg on Saturday. The face-off show is going to be... 3.30, and the game will start at 5. The Edmonton Oil Kings getting ready for some action as well. Their play-by-play -play voice is Andrew Peard. Andrew, thanks for checking in. How are you doing? Doing well, Reed. How are you? Good. Are you on the bus right now? <laughs> yeah, you bet. Uh, we're just uh, on our way down to Medicine Hat, and uh, by the smell of things, I think we're uh, closing in on Brooks here. So, 
<laughs> How does Brooks smell? <laughs> like there's a uh, meat plant uh, just outside the city. So uh, you can, uh, you know when you're in the vicinity, that's for sure. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for adding some flavor to our, our conversation, <laughs> which is uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, hey, uh, you were at the game last night. Uh, how did you, what did you think? Great performance by the Oilers, obviously. Uh, what did you think overall of Ekholm fitting in? Yeah, I thought uh, I thought he looked really good for for the Oilers last night. It's not a, an easy situation to be to be jumping into, especially when you're replacing a guy like Tyson Berry, by all accounts, a pretty popular guy in that Oilers locker. And so uh, for him to jump in, and I think he just stuck to his own game. He played his game. I mean, he made that great pass in the second period to Drysaitel to set up the the chance for Hyman. And uh, no, I thought he was just a, a stabilizing force on the back end, and I think that's why they brought him in. And hopefully, he can continue to do that because uh, it certainly has changed the complexion of that uh, that Oilers blue line. Yeah. Okay. Uh... The Oil Kings here, look, we knew it was going to be uh, a, a tough season probably. You, you had a, top, a couple of tough games against Winnipeg who are, are really good. What do you expect against Medicine Hat tomorrow? Yeah, I think it's going to be a really competitive game down in uh, Medicine Hat. Obviously, the, the Tigers are sort of scraping away for, for their playoff lives, trying to get in with uh, a lot of teams contending for the final two or three spots here in the Eastern Conference. So they're going to be a desperate team. They're going to be an energetic team. And uh, I think it's a good test for our young guys. I think, uh, you know, you want to be in these sort of games where there's a, a team that's got a lot to play for and you're trying to play the, the role of spoilers. So it's something that uh, I think should be easy for our guys to get up for. And uh, you mentioned it, uh, a couple of tough results against the Winnipeg Ice last weekend. And, I mean, that'll happen. I mean, Winnipeg is, uh, they're, they're a juggernaut right now. They're a team that is uh, poised to win. They've been together for a long time. And obviously this, this Oil King team is uh, still in its uh, form uh, formulation process and uh, you know I think that's something that they can look at and, and that's something they want to build towards but uh, it starts with uh, being competitive in these games against you know teams like the Tigers and of course the, the Swift current Broncos and into Rogers place on Saturday. Okay and Saturday is a fun uh, night here. You guys have a lot of cool promotions throughout the season. What is going on Saturday night? Yeah, this is uh, this is one of the, the certainly more fun ones, and it's all for a great cause. It's the Oil King Superhero Night. Um, I think the first one we ever did was was last year, and uh, you know the the jerseys went over really well, and uh, they'll be wearing a, a similar jersey this year. It's got uh, a few different variations to it, so. Uh, uh, they'll be available for silent auction and raffle for the fans. And then uh, all the, the net proceeds from the, the silent auction and the raffles, it goes to, to Edmonton's Food Bank, which uh, obviously is a, a fantastic organization in our city. Uh, over 30,000 people in our city use it every month. So um, by, by coming out and supporting the Oil Kings and uh, by uh, bidding on one of these jerseys, you're, you're also helping the community. So that's really special. And then, uh, you know, throughout the course of the night, there'll be lots of uh, uh, in-game elements, contests going on that revolve around superheroes. We've got a company coming in. Uh, I think it's close to 20 different superheroes will be in costume uh, roaming the concourse. So lots of great photo opportunities and uh, lots of family fun going on on Saturday. And, you know, that's what the Oil Kings pride themselves in. And, you know, it's only 20 bucks for a ticket, and uh, uh, I think you're going to get more than your money's worth if you come out uh, and see the Oil Kings on Saturday. Are the jerseys, uh, are they public yet, or are they going to be unveiled for the game? No, you can, uh, if you head over to the, the Oil Kings uh, social media pages, uh, Carter Kowalik did uh, a little video for us uh, debuting them, uh, a Hulk-like video, so that might uh, give a bit, of a, a bit of it away of what the, the jerseys might uh, entail. But uh, no, if, uh, if you want to get a look at them, uh, definitely go there. So uh, they're, they're neat. They're, I think uh, fans are going to go crazy for these ones. Uh, how do you find it as a play-by-play -play guy? I know the numbers stay the same, <laughs> but there are some one-offs that you might have to get used to color schemes or whatever. Yeah, these ones will be interesting, but uh, I'll give uh, Rogan Dean, our head equipment manager, and uh, our, our director of uh, business operations, Kevin Rodomsky, a lot of credit. On these ones, they've got a nice bright outline on a dark number. 
as opposed to maybe a, a Ninja Turtle jersey, which uh, didn't quite have that uh, same effect. But no, these ones will be easy to see from uh, way up top. Well, people like those Ninja Turtle ones, though. <laughs> Oh, they went crazy for him. It was, uh, you know, that's a um, just a great partnership with the Western Hockey League and Remax and the Children's Miracle Network. And, and I mean, you know, it's another thing. It's just what's so great about junior hockey, right? Is uh, we we've got these uh, wacky jerseys out on the ice, and um, all the money goes to a, a great cause like the Stallbridge Children's Hospital. And uh, we're going to be doing more of the same of that this weekend. Yeah, that's awesome. And you guys do such a great job with these special nights, and then those jerseys are pretty cool. Before I let you go, and thanks for doing this while you're on the bus, no the, the, the WHL trade deadline was was so crazy, and then you guys wound up getting all those conditional picks because Gunther did go back to, to Seattle. Yeah. Have have any of the trades like shifted the balance of power, or, or have really paid? And I know the playoffs will ultimately tell the tale, but is there one of those big moves that has really paid off for a team at the moment? You know, I I, I don't know that we're going to see that until we get into the postseason. I think what we saw a lot of was you know the three teams that are really the the main contenders in the western hockey league this year the winnipeg ice the seattle thunderbirds and the kamloops blazers you know those are the three teams that really loaded up this year and um now it's just going to come down to especially in the, the western conference between kamloops and seattle uh they're likely to meet to, in the conference final there and we'll see just who was able to to load up enough to to get through the the other team so um i i don't know that it's really turned anyone from uh, on the fence team to a serious contender but um, I think what it did do was it just further established the strength of uh, three teams that were already uh, in the mix for, for winning the title this year. Okay. Andrew, thanks for doing this. I uh, hope you're past the uh, smell of Brooks or almost. Medicine Hat tomorrow, and then you guys are right back home. Superhero night, 7 o'clock. Rogers plays Saturday against Swift Current. OilKings.ca for tickets and to see uh, your remaining schedule. Really appreciate it, man. We'll see you around the rink soon. Hey, anytime. Thanks, Reed. That is Andrew Peer checking in on the road with the Oil Kings. He is their play-by-play voice. So always love having him on the uh, show, Oil Kings. Uh, hey, you know what? Sure, tough season. We knew it was going to happen, but they do a great job with a lot of their promotions. They do a great job uh, connecting with the the community. It is an affordable ticket if you want to go to a game and see some excellent uh, junior hockey, and they're going to be uh, building up again here starting this year. Good to have Andrew on the show. He joined us on the hotline presented by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty pro all the way. I will give you the uh, scoreboard here one more time before I go for the evening. Now after the first period flames up one nothing on the Maple Leafs Blake Coleman scored shorthanded 232 into the game his 14th of the year Seven minutes left in the second period. Chicago and Dallas in a 2-2 tie. Seattle wins 5-4 over Detroit in overtime. Bjorkstrand got the winner on the power play. 3:33 into OT, his 13th of the season. So Seattle now tied with the Oilers uh, in the Pacific Division. That'll actually push the Oilers down into a wild card on points percentage because Seattle has a game in hand. Penguins beat the Lightning 5-4 in overtime. Zucker got the game winner. Senators knock off the Rangers 5-3. Sins won't go away here. Predators beat the Panthers 2-1, and the Bruins absolutely ring up the Sabres. Five goals in the third period to win 7-1. Okay, Stauffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. He'll keep you updated if there are any more trades before the 1 o'clock deadline. Face-off shows at 5.30 games at 7, Oilers versus Jets. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. 